little bit more. Ooh, ah. Just a little bit. Ooh, just the tip. <laughs> ooh, ah. Just, just the, the tip. tip now. Ooh, ooh ah. ah. A little Maybe bit half. more. <laughs> ooh, ah. Never mind. Go back to just the tip. <laughs> ooh, ah. Just put it all in. Ooh, ah. Don't waste time. <laughs> ooh, <laughs> ah. Just put it all in. Ooh, ah. <laughs> right out of rhyme. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Shut up and sit down. Hello and welcome to the Bitchcast. I'm Alexander Price. I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm Krista. No, 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 no. If I keep talking. No, that was so ill-advised in so many ways. I'm running out of ideas. So now he's joined the WWF. Or I'm sorry. Wait, E. Or it's um or he's about to um go on the prices right. Both are bad. Oh, options. no. Okay. Anyways, that's Christopher Basile, our producer slash intern, uh, mostly mixologist. Mm. That gives me way too much credit for the drinks I make for you guys. It's, See, I'm nice to him. You know, and then you just got to question it. It's those drinks that make this podcast Run, go round. drink. Oh, listen to that new sound effect. Ice in the glass. Clink, clink. It just went on for so long. Yeah, I know. I wanted to see how long it would go on for. (laughs) (laughs) So, Hannah, Mm -hmm. how's your week been? I've had better weeks, but there was one really, really bright spot. Mm -hmm. And that was that... What day was that? That was was Thursday. That was what I did Thursday afternoon before we had rehearsal. Uh, I took half a gummy and I saw the film Book Club. With my best friend, book Ooh. club, and that was a drug gummy. It was a drug gummy. <laughs> oh, no, I it was just, just a some, regular half a gummy bear. Just some really. That's good my gummy diet. Bears. That's my <laughs> diet that I'm on right now. Half a gummy bear, every hour and forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yum yum yum. Mm-hmm. No, um, you should all see the movie Book Club. You don't need to be under the influence of drugs. It wasn't necessary. This film will be your drug. This movie was a damn delight. And you don't need to be over the age of fifty. No, God, no. No, to take drugs. <laughs> yes, especially that. Take drugs now, <laughs> at whatever age you are, not for the children. Yeah, so what is this movie? This movie stars... Chris doesn't know. Candace Bergen. Oh. Mary Steenbergen. Ooh. Diane Keaton. Mm-hmm. And Jane Fonda. Oh. As the members of the titular book club. Book club. Book club. Who are all ladies of a certain age. Mm-hmm. Old. No, don't do that. It's rude. Elderly. <laughs> no, that's worse. <laughs> Wait, so right now. Has uh, uh, Diane Keaton and Jane Fonda ever been in a movie together? I mean, I don't know all the movies. Are they, they ever in a scene together? Because I think that's very Yeah, ter- there, okay. there are scenes with the four of them, okay. which are okay. the best. Anyway, this is about a like women who have been in a book club, who have been friends since college. Who have been in a book yes, club? Yes, they've or, been in a book club. Their first blo- their first book that they read in this club was Fear of Flying, I think. I think they say that in the movie. <laughs> okay. um, but these ladies are all in romantic and or sexual lows in their lives. Ooh, and fun. Jane Fonda introduces the idea of reading Fifty Shades of Grey, which all sets them off on their own romantic and sexual adventures. Now... Before you say anything, okay. I hate Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. I hate it's, this book. It's have you read book. it? I have read it. It's bad. It's really bad. It's really poorly written. I got through the first 30 pages and I was like, I Oh no, can't. I've read the whole thing and it's it's not good. All three books? 
I, I think I did <laughs> as a completist. I just read all of them like one day. I was like, this is so bad. I have to finish it. Wait a second. Are you a completionist too? Yeah. Oh, so <laughs> a lot I. of ways. I'm so like, if I commit, to, I like have to be really careful with committing to things. Exactly. <laughs> See, mine's just mine's just in relationship to my ADHD that I need to finish things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like for me, like if I start a, a movie series, book series, whatever, I kind of have to keep going until the end. Yeah. No matter how much I hate it. So yeah, I think I read all. F- there are four of them actually, because there's the last one that's like rehashing oh, yeah. things from his perspective. His perspective, yeah. like a touch of gray. Or all of them. All of them yes. are really bad. Oh, no. Every single one. They just get worse as it goes along because the behavior just gets more abusive and whatever. It's fine. Ew. But um, you don't need to like Fifty Shades of Grey or think it's okay to enjoy this movie because they never talk about it specifically. They talk about like spanking and the red room and that's how specific it gets with regards to Fifty Shades of Grey in the film. Okay. It also feels weirdly dated in terms based of book clubs isn't it? i think it might be based on a book i don't know yeah okay. it's it's like based on something oh I it's think. also there's this really funny part in the movie where okay. jane fonda of course picks 50 shades of gray because jane fonda is always going to be like the sexual the sexy one, one in any group she's the um from golden girls what's her name the blanche. blanche yeah she's the blanche in any group uh, she's not in um uh Oh God! What's it called? Frankie and Grace and Frankie. Frankie. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, in this in this one, she is the sexy one. Um, She wasn't also in Nine to Five. She was uptight. There's this, Mm -hmm. but there's this really funny moment where she's announcing that she's brought Fifty Shades of Grey, and they're like, "Well, this certainly fits into the theme of best-selling novels turned into movies, which is our theme this year." Please say that was Diane Keaton who said that. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Every woman in this movie is so good. And all of their love interests are great, too. But all of the, all four of those women are... They're fantastic. Yes. I am Living great. legends. Mary Steenburgen is so beautiful. I am loving that she's oh, getting yeah. this like, resurgence. She's so beautiful. Yeah. She's in such great shape. She's so like fun and funny yeah easy um, breezy too i'm pretty sure that she and ted danson are still having sex in real life which makes oh, me I, really I totally really happy yeah yeah um candace bergen's character ends up going on bumble which is oh, delightful no. <laughs> no it's delightful and she's romanced by um who does it go well with by richard dreyfus what <laughs> and it's so great what <laughs> richard also richard dreyfus in this movie has a moment that showed me what bob is gonna be like it's <laughs> Because he's on a date oh my God, that's so accurate. with Candace Bergen, and he's talking about how he's wearing a Brooks Brothers jacket, and she's like, who doesn't like Brooks Brothers? And he goes, not this guy. And I was like, that's going to be my husband. It is your <laughs> In husband. 40 that's... years. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're, it was a delightful glimpse into my future. Your husband and my dad are kind of the same guy. That's so weird. I'm, that's not true. No. I've met Paul many times. No, no, that no, no. That is no, not no. true. Sartorially speaking, maybe, but yeah. not personality. No, not personality. Bob is far more goofy than your father. Yes, that's true. <laughs> your Paul Basile would... is not a goofball. <laughs> no, Paul Basile also would never carry a bindle. That's true. It's oh, too much self-respect. Yeah, he is a Brooks Brothers boy, though. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Candace Bergen goes on Bumble and ends up having car sex with Richard Dreyfus. Spoiler <laughs> alert, which is so great is there like um, a hip joke oh I was no there that. isn't thank you none of there's no dumb embarrassing oh, oh i had sex and i sprained something because i'm old this takes good, like good, good. older people's sexuality very seriously, seriously. yeah the, there is like that is refreshing. a bit of a long-running erection joke because oh, of sure. an application of viagra but it's it's funny that okay. also happens yes yeah that's just a thing 
Um, all of the women in this are like successful career women, okay. except for Diane Keaton, who has spent her life being a mom. But that's explored in actually a really interesting way. Also, hmm. it just takes huh. all of their problems really seriously, which is really refreshing and lovely. But in a nice, this, easy breezy yes, comedy, where they all have like beautiful homes. Also, Wait, is this Nancy Myers? No. Oh, no, it's not. Oh. Shocking. Um, yeah. Candace Bergen also has a cat named Ginsburg. Which made me Aww. happy for obvious reasons. <laughs> I was also really worried the cat was gonna die. <laughs> did the cat get lost at one point, or did they, no, no? Or did they have to kick the cat out of the room so they could have sex? No, no. The cat what? just sort of is the reflective cat, of Candace Bergen's the, own moods. The cat just licked Richard Dreyfus's asshole during sex, Why and he liked it. Why would that happens, <laughs> Hannah? That's a real life sex thing. Cats are awful. Cats get all up in <laughs> all it. All up in it. I mean, dogs would too if they got the yeah. chance. We're all just animals. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's that's Candace Bergen's storyline. It's terrific. Mary Steenburgen is married to. I can only think of him as Zeke from Parenthood now because I watched him so much in that show. The oh. guy who played Coach on the oh, TV show, yeah. Coach. Uh, Craig T. Nelson. Yes. Huh. And they've been they've just been married for a really long time, and like the sexual fire has Low. died out, and that's explored in a very touching way. Um, so this is like a very thought through. Yes. Like, really respects. Uh, Jane Fonda is like the one who has spent her whole life having sex with no meaning or connection. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then like someone comes back from her pla- past played by Don Johnson. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Perfect. And then Diane Keaton is romanced by a pilot played by Andy Garcia, oh. who is hitting peak fineness. Right as we speak this moment. Just the right amount of gray. Oh. Yes. The right amount of like belly too in oh, a weird yeah, yeah, way yeah. where you like like to see it like sit a little heavier on an older man. Sure. Tan to perfection. Salt oh, yeah. and yeah. pepper. Yeah. Can wear a pair of aviators. And a pair of chinos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like very Andy Garcia goes to Fantasy Island kind of. A little. Level. Yeah. A little. He like has a spread in Arizona and he like takes her up <laughs> in a prop plane. It's all good. It would work on me today. Okay. It would work on me right now. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's all it's all good <laughs> shit. I would highly re- I highly recommend the movie. It's really fun and funny and also takes the lives of these women seriously in a romantic way, which almost never happens for Right. Women and older women. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where they're not the butt of the joke. Mm-hmm. How do they deal with um, the sex in the movie. Only because sometimes it's so sanitized. Oh. <laughs> He's offended. Oh, uh, no, I have <laughs> some spiciness in my throat. From thinking about older ladies. There's no. a lot of like cutting away and like stumbling out of rooms and Probably. stumbling out of cars and please tell me there's panning to lamps. But it's Frank. No, no. But it's Frank, yeah. There's Good. one part where um they're just like in Andy Garcia's pool, and Diane is like in a bathrobe on a swan pool float, yes. and they're just like lounging I'm around sorry. kissing each other. Yes, so I'm, good. I'm sorry. There's you just said a couple of phrases that I never <laughs> knew I needed in my life, but one was Andy Garcia's pool. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, in Sedona, in the middle of the rock formation. I mean, of course. Sure, yeah. I hate Arizona. <laughs> but I mean, sure. Scarsdale. It's the worst. <laughs> Sorry to Scottsdale. all our Scottsdale. Not Scottsdale. Scarsdale. Scarsdale is inland. Where the Jews are. <laughs> <I was gonna laughs> say. Pennsylvania? Yeah. I, I feel like there are a few of them. Scott, no. You're Arizona thinking of Scottsdale, just, Scottsdale, Arizona. Scottsdale, Arizona, Arizona the yeah, worst. Yeah, I am. Um, Alicia Silverstone plays one of Diane Keaton's terrible daughters. Wow. Oh. Horrible daughters. <laughs> They're the worst. <laughs> Alicia Silverstone. Did you remember the whole thing about i guess it was like 
four or five years ago now mm-hmm. where she was feeding the natural child raising yeah, thing. Yeah, well, she, where she was feeding her children like from her mouth. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Even worse than that is that she didn't put her kids in diapers. I heard her give an interview about this on like <sighs> NPR. She didn't give, put them in diapers because she insisted that there were micro facial movements that a baby makes before it poops. And if you just watch the baby's <laughs> face closely enough, you can tell when it's about to poop, and then you just like hold it over the toilet. I so guess. Is she advocating just not doing anything all day, just staring intently yes. at the baby's yeah. face? Which yes. I'm sure. Is or not paying a nanny to do so. Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, we're talking about the woman who literally chewed up food in her mouth, opened her mouth, and her son ate the food from her oh, mouth kid. with his hands. Like, with his in, with stuff. his mouth. Like baby birding. Like baby birding. Right. Yeah. But like, so she just sat there and kind of unhinged her jaw. Moved it. And then he just like. uh. So he could put her, his head in together. What? I don't think he was that young. I don't think this is a newborn at this point. No, he was like five. Yeah. No, I'm just talking about the fact like he had to use his hands or something. No, he didn't. No. That's not how food (laughs) works. Why are you not understanding this? (laughs) Because like birds have little beaks that are able to reach into the open mouth. Whereas a human mouth. She like. Drop it in. Yeah, like oh, drop it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. I, thought, you, I was getting the impression that she literally just sat there, opened her mouth open, and he would just come in from. No, the I was thinking she would be no, above she just... and like drop it in. Yeah. Yeah. For some reason, I kept picturing. Like, We've been this talking about this for way too. Thing. We've been it's talking like about my, something that's disgusting. It's for like way Maya Bialik, right? She. Oh, did she do that? Uh, she was yeah. breastfeeding for. a really She was long breastfeeding until they were like eight, uh, and then they did a lot of like communal sleeping. Mm. I mean. No, that's fine now and again. That is going to say, there's here's my thing. Here's my thing. I think that you're entitled to do whatever weird shit to your child, as long as it's not, you know, abuse. Right. That you want. Just stop talking about it to reporters because that kid is not going to want people to know that about him. Yeah. That is his life. They've already got that you are telling magazines about. And videos. That's a, yeah. Ugh, I hate that. Children are entitled to privacy. Yeah. Until they're 18 and they decide to ruin their lives by putting it all on the internet. They are entitled to privacy. I always wonder about that. Like, it, like, uh, Ooh, are you going to have a, a lock on your door? Your, do your children get a lock on the door if they're entitled to privacy, Hannah? No. I, they have the... They are able to have their doors closed and I will always sure. knock before coming into a okay, room. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. No lock. I don't think so. I think it's unsafe. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. what if you accidentally lock yourself in and like something? Yeah, Happens. there are things that could happen. Yeah, but yeah. closed doors are fine with a knock. And um, with a knock, yes. Yeah, yeah. It, as so, long as you set up a level of trust with the kid, that's mm-hmm. not sock on the door. Yep. <laughs> oh God, I never want to walk like walking in on a kid masturbating is as bad for the parent you know, as it is for the kid. I've never been walked in on masturbating. You've walked in on people. You've been walked in on other things. Yeah. <laughs> have we talked about that on this podcast? I don't know if you have on the podcast. I don't know if it's something you want to talk about on the podcast, but suffice I, well, it to say. We won't say names, but we've been walked in having a threesome. Three mm-hmm. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Wait, who did I walk in on? Oh, I did walk in on that. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah. That was embarrassing for all parties. Yeah, nobody wants that. No. Yeah. No. But that person should have like paid more attention to privacy. That was like apparently too open. Yeah, I will say, <laughs> you always have to have like half an ear up if Always. you're in a communal oh living situation. I still have half an ear up. Yeah. 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 I mean, we have Airbnb guests. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. we're not going to You have to be ready stuff. to be yeah. interrupted or know that, like, you have a solid block of time that's all yours. Yeah, yeah. but even yeah. still, like, even when we don't have guests, like, I don't know the mailman's going to come. Mm-hmm. I literally always have one ear open. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the mailman? 
Like I might have to get up and buzz them in. Okay. And <laughs> See, like we live on the seventh floor, we don't have to worry about the, the super can walk in at any time. <laughs> Just opens the door. No, but like I might have to get up and like prepare to like fold oh, that yeah. erection down. Mm. Yeah. Or tuck. That's it true. Under that is hand. harder for men. I will say. Yeah. Nobody knows but me. If I have to like <laughs> pick up the phone or answer the door or something. Yeah. What? I was just napping. It's what? All, it's all your secret, Hannah. It's my secret. Mm-hmm. It's Alyssa's secret. <laughs> <laughs> What's my secret? Do you guys remember the challenge on? Um, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. What's my secret? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never tell. I'll never tell. No, no, no. I'm talking about the America's Next Top Model challenge now. Oh yes. There was a challenge where they had to do um, a commercial right, for Dove, right. I think. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And the campaign that year was What's My Secret? And then each of the girls had to come up with something that was their secret. Are you serious? What yes. if it was like I fart, right? Yeah, one what? of them I remember I eat ice cream in bed. <laughs> I hate all these things. <laughs> that was one of the secrets. One was Le- crazy Lisa's uh-huh. was I tell myself I'm beautiful every single day. That is something she should keep secret. <laughs> What's my secret? I'm masturbating right now. What's my secret? <laughs> I'm not allowed near schools. And there he goes, crossing yeah, it up. it up. I'm sorry, like, what, like, other, I fart? Well, it's also, but you have to understand, these are girls who have been told to come up with a secret. Mm-hmm. They're 16 to 23, and it has to be a marketable secret for girls who are buying products who are 13 years old. Yeah. Are they like, allowed to be on America's Talk Model under eighteen, you're missing the point, Christopher. No, no, I, no, no, I, I, no, I wasn't. I wasn't meaning to judge you. I was just, for a moment, I was like, "Oh, is that actually?" I don't. Yeah. I don't know what the young. I, I think it's eighteen. I'm. I don't remember what the youngest age is. But anyway, okay. I'm just saying. Yeah, they're eighteen to twenty three, or like if you're crazy, Lisa, you're forty eight. Yeah, but you have to come up with a secret that is going to sell products to twelve year old girls. Yeah. and pass marketing. A lot of them did yeah. not. What? So you come up with, I eat ice cream in bed. No, the easiest thing, <laughs> easiest thing is, I've had acne. If you're doing a makeup line, I have That's acne. No, because then it's shameful. It has to be like a happy secret. Yeah, like, what's my you're secret? Happy and, like, it's a secret that, like, makes your eyes shine. Like what's that my mascara secret? you just put on. What's and my secret? I have really curly hair. Yeah, exactly. It's something like that. Like that. That makes no sense to me. What's my secret? I don't shower every day. Cause, yeah, because if it's a, a secret, that means there's a level of shame about it. So it's no, it's supposed to be a happy secret. What's yeah, my secret? What I don't like chocolate. <laughs> there yeah. is such. I'm just saying there is such a thing as a happy secret. What's my secret? I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Unhappy secret. That is a, as my friend refers to it, an STM, mm-hmm. a sexually transmitted misfortune. <laughs> Because that includes the walk of shame. Yeah. Oh, I like that. And pregnancy. Mm. Mm. I mean, garden variety STDs could go there as well. Yeah. 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 Of course. Mm-hmm. But it's more All like the, umbrella. getting walked in on. Getting yeah. walked in on is an that STM. Is. Mm-hmm. That is having to fold down your erection. <laughs> <laughs> that is. Yeah. Oh, uh, have you ever gotten an erection in class, Christopher? In class, no. Did I ever tell you about when I was in Spanish class in high, high school? school mm-hmm. We had the desks facing each other. Oh, oh, no. Like rows facing yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely saw someone masturbate across the way <gasps> in what? class. Yes. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. What? Yes. How? Like furtively. Like not caring that people are watching or trying not, to keep it secret? No, not caring and not thinking about it. But just, just like bored? Just, bored and horny, just, I guess. Just literally sitting there and not even noticing that he's jacking off. No, well. he knew. He knew. Because I wasn't the only one who saw him. But he was just like bored in class. Yeah. I also think there might have been a so post Me Too. There might have been a like hoping that women across the way were looking. 
Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? In a way where, like, I want to be sexual around a woman, but I'm not actually (gasps) old or confident enough to try to be sexual around a woman. Hannah, have you heard about this new thing that the teens are doing? No. um, Oh, Oh, gosh. No, this thing about, on the MTA (laughs) especially. Uh Oh, God. Men will airdrop pictures of their penis to phones. What? So okay, so there's this thing. If you have an iPhone, there's this feature called AirDrop, which allows you to receive files or mm-hmm. numbers and stuff like that, like a Dropbox. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you don't, and it's automatically set to be on. And if you don't turn it off, and random people can off, just can just put their dick pic on AirDrop, and it goes to oh, all the phones that have it on. Oh my god! And does it show up as like? Uh, a it text, literally just an email, pops up, or it literally just shows up on your screen. Uh huh. We're going from like a lighthearted discussion about a film that I loved very much to, to something that just makes me so upset. But I, I feel like we need to talk about it though. Men sucks. Need to stop finding ways to be gross and cruel for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. If they could just do that. I would appreciate it. A friend of mine got a call from a random person who just like was finding random numbers by plugging in the same first three numbers over and over again and then trying different things. And she happened to pick up the phone for an unknown number. And it was just a guy who said disgusting things to her. That happened to me. What? Wait, that what? happened to me. Mm-hmm. And he left two voicemails. Yeah. What? Where he was just moaning into the phone. Mm-hmm. He was clearly masturbating. I- just people finding ways to put disgusting cruelty knowing that they're making somebody else uncomfortable Uncomfortable. into the world so the human brain has developed over millennia Mm -hmm. to be able to be as gross as possible create technologies Mm -hmm. and to uh develop our civilization in many good ways and yet it all comes down to can i harass someone like who i've never met who i will never see Uh because this, this isn't even about uh, I need a witness. This isn't, this isn't I need to take over someone's someone. life and make it horrible. Yeah, like this isn't like a biological seven need and about needing sex. This is literally it's just power. about... Oh, God, I hate people. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, yeah. Which is why... You should go see Book Club. You should go see Book Club in this fucking shitty world we live in and watch all of these women live out some believable fantasies of romantic fulfillment. Good. Good for them. Good for yes. them. Yes. Fuck yes. They're all beautiful and wonderful. And also like Dan Spicy Dan Keaton. Dan Keaton is a little too put together in like the first scene of this movie, so the second scene they just make her fall over for no reason. <laughs> she's Diane Keaton. That's what she does. And she's constantly doing the thing where she's like putting her like grasping Imaginary parts of her hair between her like little paws in distress <laughs> and adorable d- distress. Just flames? Flames from the side of her head? All of the women are dressed so beautifully. I literally want Mary Steenburgen's wardrobe, except she looks so much better in it than I ever will. Is Diane Keaton in, like, knits? She's in Diane Keaton wear, but she looks Beige great. Beige knits? Yeah, like, high-waisted jeans with big belts and, mm. like, a beautifully cut jacket. Sure. And awesome. then the one Netflixes? scene when she's in a bathrobe in Anthony, Anthony, in Annie Garcia's pool. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Hannah, mm-hmm. on the subject of book clubs. Yes. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're all quite literate people. <laughs> I'm super we, literate, we but I also I have been reading forever. Like I meant, yeah. you know what? You know what? <laughs> a lot of people do not read. That's true. That's no, true. it's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. And I was using the term literate as meaning Enjoys consuming books. literature. Consuming literature. Yeah. Yes. But I also feel like the three of us probably would not be in one book club. We, we could. Can. We could figure it out. We I can guess. Be. Yeah. It'd be. We'd have to almost like. Do a Venn diagram. Week, no, this week is Alexander's choice. Oh, this week is yeah. Hannah's I guess choice. you could do it that mm-hmm. way. But what have you been reading recently? 
I feel like I should go last because I just okay. spent so much time talking about book clubs. Sure, Chris, what are you reading? Uh, I'm reading uh, right now uh, Ronan Farrow's new book about uh, diplomacy and uh, the State Department. Ooh. Which... So some late before bed reading. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's actually kind of fascinating in that he talks with every living secretary of state. Uh, he talks with diplomats from across the country. There's, uh, I mean, uh, across the world. There, it's... There's surprisingly an actual ongoing story about what he talks about and uh, how other people join into it. And it's basically how the act of diplomacy has been underutilized and sort of uh, dismantled over the past 25 years. Mm. I'm listening to you appreciatively, and I'm also just like, this podcast has gotten so serious in the past 20 seconds. I know, I know, I know. Don't worry, I'll lighten but, it up. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's he's a great writer. I've yeah, loved all it, of his all of his writing on behalf of the New Yorker. Right. Um, yeah. the Bill Cosby story. He and his boyfriend are really cute. I believe it. What? Yeah, he's gay. No, I, I figured, but I didn't. I've never seen his boyfriend. I but. figured. <laughs> he's too smart to be straight. <laughs> straight man. <laughs> yeah. Um, With those Frank Sinatra eyes. I know. Mm. But uh, yeah. So I'm doing um, that and then uh i'm putting together a reading series for so i've been reading plays i didn't ask i didn't ask for your i don't know oh. no, he's reading plays, he's reading plays. Yeah. i thought he was promoting himself and i don't no, appreciate I, that i, I understand alexander that. i could only promote myself within this context but no it's yes like, so i've been reading a lot of plays and trying to get that in but you know that's boring as fuck no it's not it's not what? I mean, compared to a history of the State Department of Diplomacy. I mean, that is, <laughs> that is a page turner. You get to about 50 pages How before far you get are you to in? page one. Yeah. yeah. How far are you? About halfway. Okay. Yeah. Chris is a very slow reader. I am. I'm mm. uh, kind of dyslexic. <sighs> and Bring it out that card. <laughs> what? I am. I'm kind of dyslexic, and the two hemispheres of my brain have a, a little problem with communicating, so it means that... Scoffing at dyslexia. Yeah. I'm scoffing at Christopher. Fair enough. That's true. That's pretty normal. Yeah, that, that's that's a good character trait. Status quo. On the other end of the spectrum, yeah, what are you doing? I read a lot of books, kind of all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I've been like a sci-fi fantasy kick recently. Excellent. Yeah. And he's able to read those things because he does read so essentially yeah. fast. I think if I read slower, I would be more like. Are you talking discerning? Yeah. Are you talking like highbrow sci-fi or yeah, lowbrow? highbrow? Yeah. It's highbrow. Like, I just, I'm in the middle of a um, series of books. Uh, I think they're, I think it's like the Red Rising. Oh, yeah. Sequence or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the Red Rising series. Yeah, um, that they're turning into a TV show that's like set in space. Hmm. It's like all about hierarchy and um, revolution. Do you go more for like galactic sci-fi or do you like fantasy fantasy also? Um, well, because I'm more of I love fantasy, but I don't do as much. Well, I'm reading. I'm also in the sci-fi. middle of because it, I read all the ones that are published, but it's the um, Gentleman Bastard Ooh. sequence. Is that that is what it's called, Gentleman Bastard? Which you actually might like. It's about. It's set kind of in like theoretically a Venice-like city, mm-hmm. and it's a group of thieves and like con artists. Ooh. You do know I love cons. Yeah, and the first one is set in a city, and it's about, like, a big con. And then the second one is pirate-themed. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah. And the third one is kind of, um, it goes into his relationship with this woman, and it parallels, like, them when they were children and performing in a play Mm -hmm. that they were, it was part of, like, a a con thing, uh, performing in a play, like, a tragic love story, and then they're... This does and sound like, like something I'd be super you, into. You should definitely read What's them. What's the first one called? Um, it's called something of thieves. Uh, 
I, I'll, I'll look. I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah. Chris yeah. is looking it up right now. Okay. But that was really good. I'm also reading uh, Terry Pratchett's Discworld. Always fun. Yeah. Pratchett it's really light. Really light. Mm-hmm. Oh, I also read a book that you might like. It's kind of young adult because sometimes I like. Oh, I like young adult. Yeah, it's yeah. called The Hazelwood. I think it just came out like last year. And it's about this young girl and her mother mm-hmm. who are constantly on the run, seemingly from like bad luck. Um, and the mother grew up on her mother was a fairy tale writer and she had written this like Ooh. dark fan fairy tale book mm-hmm. and then was super uh, reclusive. And then th- then they seem to be haunted by these fairy tales. Oh, yeah. I, that sounds like also it would be my yeah. jam. The Hazelwood sure. was quite good. Mm-hmm. I think she's a writer from Brooklyn, I want to say. Great. Young female writer. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have the... What was the name of the series again? Gentleman Bastard sequence. Um, I am also a gentleman and a bastard. I mean, so, but, I like it. so those are those are kind of. Oh, and I've been reading uh, Patrick Rothfuss's. Oh yeah, I've read. I'm. I think I'm. I read the first one. I might not have read There's the second, second one, one now. Yeah. No, I own it. Good. I bought it in advance yeah. of reading it. It's I just good. haven't read it yet. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's like Game of Thrones light in some way. Yeah. Like in more the same, bards. Yeah. Hashtag more bards. Hashtag always more bards. Mm-hmm. Um, oh wow! There's a lot of books in this series, and it's taking forever for him to write the next but one. But what's the yeah. first one? What's it called? Uh, I'm trying to figure that out in terms of order. There's the Bastards and the Knives. Nope. The lives, the lies of Locke Lamora. That's it. Ooh. That's the first one. Yeah. The, the lies, lies of Locke, Locke Lamora. These are also very well titled. Oh yeah. Generally. Oh, right. his name is Locke Lamora, which is a, an amazing mm. character's name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Red seas under How red skies. Things. That's the pirate one. Yeah. And Locke Lamora. Uh, Republic of Thieves. That's the third one. Yeah. Republic of Thieves is the third one. Mm. The Lies of Locke Lamora is the first one. Republic of Thieves sounds like um like a pop up jeans boutique. <laughs> and like, oh both sounds like a sounds like that, and also a book that Ronan Farrow might write. Mm. Yeah, and also the cover <laughs> of it, Hannah, I think you might be totally into it. It basically looks like some combination of like a romance novel, a pirate romance yep. novel. Love it all. So yeah, as as <laughs> we are alluding to, I've had a hard time, honestly, since. Trump got elected reading anything that isn't a romance novel. I love romance novels. I have always loved romance novels. I also love romantic comedies, which is one of the reasons right. I loved book club so much. I like good ones and terrible ones. Okay. I read all yeah, yeah. all levels of quality. Uh, I tend to like the historical stuff more. I like anything where a woman is in a corset. Like, mm. uh, was it Outlander? Yeah, but I don't. Outlander, first of all, she doesn't. The sex isn't explicit I enough. I was trying to. I tried <laughs> to start that one, and I just couldn't get into it. Yeah, the sex is not explicit enough. I would recommend the TV show actually over the books mm, for Outlander, mm, where mm. the sex is top notch. Top notch. I, I tried reading it. it just wasn't oh, so yeah. good. Um, I, I feel like I have to pull teeth out for Alexander to watch a new show sometimes, but that one I sure it's, watch it's it. good and sexy. Also very traumatic. Um, there's yeah, yeah, yeah. I've there's heard. something that happens at the fir- at the end of the first season of Outlander that put me off watching the show for a while because I had That's such a hard time dealing with it. Uh, but yeah, I love historical romance novels, but I read contemporary too. I read more like contemporary rom com stuff. It's just a nice way to unwind, escape, and unwind. Yeah. And it's all about yeah. um, character building because you kind mm-hmm. of know the mechanics of the story before you go in. Yeah. Two people meet. There's some sort of sparking. There's some sort of internal obstacle there's some sort of external obstacle you know they're going to get together in the end because that's what you're in for when you're reading this yeah um so you're really able to focus more on character and relationship while being secure in where the story is going right and those are my favorite parts of books is world building and character and relationship so it's a really nice way for me to spend my time and i like i tear through them i'm a really fast reader also so 
I can like I can go through one in a couple hours and be happy. <laughs> How do you tend to read? Do you do like a Kindle kind of thing? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I used yeah. to. It's been really good. Mm-hmm. I'll buy like the books I'm more excited about that I think I might want to revisit more. Do you um, do you utilize the public library for your Kindle? I should because that's Ooh, literally that's what awesome. I. What is great is I. <laughs> I hope the library association isn't listening. Big mm. library. I. <laughs> Check out like six books at a time. Uh-huh. I put the Kindle on airplane mode mm. and then it's there. I can just keep reading them. Nice. Especially with books that tend to like I have to wait for. Mm-hmm. They can be on my, my Kindle for as long as I need. Yeah. Because like it, you had to wait for a long time. Oh, don't yet. even start me talk, get, get me started on it. It's also a long book. You could probably have t- found a copy for like 99 cents at the Strand like two years ago before they redid the know. movie. Oh, right. <laughs> But he had no interest until the movie. Exactly. Well, because right. I'm terrified of clowns. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't as clown heavy as. Implied. It was implied. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As the, uh, any kind of imagery from the um, Tim Curry mm-hmm. <laughs> series implied. Yeah. There are ways to, yeah, I've I've found ways to sort of like services where you can pay a monthly fee and then read yeah. a lot of things at once. If I find a romance novel that I really really love and I find myself wanting to go back to over and over again for com- comfort, yeah. I will just go ahead and buy sure. it. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I do that too because I read I reread a lot of books. I do too. Yeah. I love rereading and I'm I'm very bad at sleeping. Mm-hmm. I have a very hard yep. time going to sleep, and I generally read before bed. And romance novels are good because they don't give me any anxiety which is what i'm putting yep. against i'm trying yep. to fall asleep yep um so i will reread the same ones over and over and it's like a comfort thing to get myself to fall asleep and if you're anything like me it's literally a focuser mm-hmm. of like my mind's racing yep, a thousand yep. miles an mm-hmm. hour if i read a book bring it back down it brings it down it calms me down and then my eyes begin to get tired and i go to sleep mm-hmm. i also have very high standards for sex scenes in romance novels now as you should Previously discussed many times on this podcast, I've read of a lot of erotica at this point <laughs> in my life. What? And I can tell a good scene from a bad scene. Um, and a lot of the time, I actually prefer it to visual porn because sure. it is better character driven yeah. and generally more focused on a woman's pleasure than porn is. Sure. I would. So. Yeah, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Well, and also I feel like female sexuality isn't necessarily as visual as a man's sexuality in that no. way. No, so a little bit of description goes a long yeah. way. Yeah, it's nice. I'm curious though. Uh, Throbbing when member. You, when you read, oh, no. <laughs> nobody <laughs> says that now. <laughs> what uh, is? Your, hold on, Chris. Before you get okay. into it, what is your favorite description? Like, do you have? I know you must have one. If I had to pull one, like yeah. oh, from the memory banks, like a funny one or one that I actually Both. find around one of one of each. Because now when – it's just how trends have gone yeah, and how comfortable people are writing about this. So you don't read stuff about, like, staffs or members that was very or easy. things like that anymore. You get more, like, cock, oh, dick, I penis. You get, like, the That's actual good. words. That's good. Yeah. Um, although there is still a length obsession. <laughs> <laughs> the penis always has to be huge in romance novels. The dick is never, like – the woman in her, like, corset is never, like – what a handsome, medium-sized dick that is! It's always yeah. like I, I could work huge with huge cock, girthy and veiny, yeah. and like it's not. Oh, I could definitely work with that, and it looks like it'll hit me in the what right a, place. What a nice standard what cock a great this is! Utilitarian penis. What a oh. good boyfriend cock. It is always <laughs> huge. <cock>. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What I was just gonna ask is, do you read these on the subway? 
I have on occasion. In Kindle, it's no, easy. Because no, no, no one can see what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. But I don't I don't read the full erotica in right. public generally. That's not it's not my kink. I was gonna ask, like, would you be <laughs> would you be comfortable reading erotica on the subway if they could see what you were reading? Like if it wasn't a Kindle. I mean, if but, I get to a scene like that and I'm It's so. a private affair. That's why Nobody I, can tell what I mean. You can't tell how erotic something is from the cover unless there's literally a pair I mean, of naked boobs on the I, cover. I guess I keep thinking Some about the boobs. old school Fabio era. Well, I don't. Covers. I'm. I do not want to be ashamed of reading romance right. novels no, because I, I wasn't meant. This, no, no, no. I'm yeah. saying. I'm saying. I think the reason that people said that is that there's supposed to be some kind of stigma attached to. Oh, if there's like. A shirtless uh, man. Have, yeah, a shirtless man and a woman with like her hand swooning. up by her forehead swooning. Yeah. It's clearly a trashy book and you should be ashamed of it. Like I do, I would like to destigmatize to myself. That's why I think I talk about it a lot because mm. the reason that romance novels get shit on is the reason that any entertainment geared towards women yeah. gets shit on. Yep. Oh, that's um, interesting. Because there's a lot of really wonderful, well-written mm-hmm. romance that is never going to get the time of day because of the genre that it's in or what the cover looks and like. And super, super best-selling. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Like I feel like the Fifty Shades of Grey book uh, books wouldn't have been nearly as popular if they had a different kind of cover on for it. sure and that because that has also like influenced like, how covers yeah. get made after that yeah. because cover art is its whole industry yeah um they still make the covers that look especially for the historical stuff there's still oh, like yeah. women in corsets, corsets and a dude in like a white laced shirt <laughs> with long hair right um but it's not going to tell you anything about the quality of the book it's just how things are marketed yeah yeah, yeah. they're also cheaper that's true mm-hmm. which i'm all for it's i'm all for it it's also sort of fucked up in a way that like oh we shouldn't expect people to pay a certain amount of money money. for this because we're judging what it is if not the quality quality. yeah yeah i just but to be fair no book is really priced usually on quality no that's true that's true (laughs) and i'm just a fan of like hey buy a book a bargain Mm -hmm. no matter yeah not just a bargain just like whatever it gets to get people to actually buy a book yeah i am always i mean i grew up reading yeah. constantly as did i as did like my Me mom too. and my grandmother mm-hmm. like and all my like family members really everyone read mm-hmm. a ton and then like my and sisters my parents read with us oh see my sister oh, yeah my mom and dad read me mm-hmm. books but like my sisters don't read oh that's really interesting yeah. and so many people i feel like of our generation just don't read i think yeah. because once you get into school you are just so encouraged to read a certain kind of difficult book that you never sure train a lot of people don't train their way on easier stuff and work their way sure up. yeah i also I, think that like i did i was that bad kid that because i was reading so much of stuff that i was interested in and far beyond my like grade level grade level and age yeah. mm-hmm. like my grandmother gave me interview the vampire when i was like nine yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um and that was really sexy. Yep. But um, And your body like doesn't know what's happening. I remember like, ah. the first time I read a scene from a romance novel, I was probably like nine years old. And it was just like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I feel itchy. <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but I knew I should slam it closed as soon as somebody walks in. Because <laughs> you always have the ear cocked. Even when you're a child, you're like, I was doing nothing. Nothing. <laughs> but like I got away with like never reading the actual assigned book. Oh. Like if I decided I wasn't interested in it, I didn't read it, but I had read so much literature that I was able to basically just make shit up mm-hmm. and write an essay about it or answer questions, flip through the book. And Oh yeah. I got really good out. at writing a bullshit paper, like in oh, yeah. 45 minutes in a free period. Oh yeah. I yeah. definitely wrote a bullshit paper on, um, in high school, we got to finally decide like, we were each given each part of the semester. We picked one author and we read four books from them oh. and then wrote different kinds of reports on each book. 
And I decided, because I was that kind of asshole gay kid, that I was going to read for the first semester Thomas Hardy. Oh. And I read two of the books, and I liked them. But I got to the third book, and I was, like, just not into it. It was, like, Mayor of Casterbridge or uh-huh. something. And it came to write a report, and I literally just flipped the book, took a quote from that page, flipped the book, took a quote from that <laughs> Yep. Wrote an entire essay. Mm-hmm. My teacher was blown away by the yep. insight that I had. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. If English major, uh, we make a joke about it all the time. It's like, okay, let's English major this. And it's the, <laughs> let's figure our way in, like, devil's advocate bullshit and answer to something based off of something we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Like, if I were going to e- English major this movie, it's about this. But really, you could tell nobody gave a shit. <laughs> I, though, quickly, I don't have a fun story about it. But <laughs> it does tie in the second author I chose for the second semester dh lawrence wow you were determined to be yeah. that gay kid mm-hmm. yes there was, was some well i did give a oral report on i bet you did the thank you it. thank you <laughs> on the naked male wrestling scene in front of my class <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> and the homoerotic undertones they're in they're in what do you mean undertone <laughs> <laughs> That's what they called gay sex back then. And I, I think I used the term like heteronormative yeah. and like I was mm-hmm. I was that queer. But uh, I wasn't out. Shockingly. You weren't at that point? Aww. Nope. I thought you were. Nope. <laughs> they knew. Oh, well, they obviously. Knew when I was in fourth grade, there was a reading contest for fourth graders and it was organized so different books had different levels of yeah, points yeah, yeah, yeah. based on difficulty. Mm. And I remember this so clearly. The... Uh, the hardest book was Vanity Fair, <laughs> which clearly no fourth grader is going to read Vanity Fair. But basically, the two there were two people in competition, and it was me and it was my friend D. And he used to torture me. He was like, I'm going to read Vanity Fair, and I'm going to get a thousand points. It's the only book I'm going to read, and I'm going to beat you by reading Vanity Fair. He did not beat me. He nice. did not read Vanity Fair. Did you read yeah. Vanity Fair? I did not read Vanity Fair, but I had already read Little Women at that point, which got oh. you a really decent amount of points. Was so like, I, like, I feel like Lord of the Rings was probably high up there. Probably. Oh, yeah. They're long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, was, I just remember, like, because you had to take a quiz yeah. to prove that you had read the book. On the, the computer. Book. Oh. On the, like, I'm, like, remembering that, like, this computer was from the 80s. Oh, yeah. My we did this, too. A lot of money. Yeah. Oh, we did a different... It's uh, like little, you know, that font that was on all yeah. 80s yep. computers that you're typing in to answer. When We did something similar when I was in sixth grade, and I... We instead of doing like a, a computer like quiz for it, we had to orally describe the book to somebody. Mm-hmm. And I started doing it, and I was just reading far too much to the point where I would come in and say, "I read these three books," and they just say, "Okay, you get the points." Like, <laughs> they didn't even want to have to do it anymore. No, they just parked us in front of the computer and made us answer questions. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how we did it too. Also, we could because I was that nerdy. You could go in and, like, recess and do it. Yep. Oh, yeah. I did that, too. And, like, okay, well, I'm going to go. I read three books yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I read the whole um, Chronicles of Prydane series, mm-hmm. and, like, those were a decent amount of books, which are great fantasy books for kids. Yeah. I don't know that Because that's why you're coming to this podcast. Fantasy books for kids <laughs> recommendations. And for adults who love them. That's right. No, that wasn't the end of the segment. Okay, that sounded like you were basically telling us to shut up. It was great. I'm going to in a second, but... (laughs) But for now, keep talking. Yeah. I've never been part of a book club. No. Neither have I. I haven't. I've I've set up... I've, like, I've... You've DM'd other people's book clubs? No. (laughs) No. I mean, we did book clubs in school, (laughs) but um, I had set up, like, a group... What was it, like, group me, or... What was the one where it was, like... 
meetup. Oh yeah, meetup. Yeah. Sure. Where I like set up to like become part of a book club that I never went to. I should probably make friends with other people who read romance novels at some point, so it's not just me <laughs> telling other people uh, who know, are Hannah, never going to read them. Hannah, <laughs> I guess. I I don't know if I talked about this, but I used to read erotica, mm-hmm. gay erotica, sure, and then trade those books with friends, and we would grade them. Nice. And trade in like like term papers. Yes. No, no, no. Well, we no, would grade so the stories. Like That's what I mean. like, and we had a, yeah. a system, a rubric for mm-hmm. it. And we also had like random counters. Like anytime they said the word towel, like how many towels did Ooh. this story get? Because they mentioned towels. That was a big thing in gay ro- in gay erotic towels. Towels. I don't know why. A lot of removing of and snapping. We also at. had one of yeah. we also had like the this the the rating was not like A B C D. Mm-hmm. It was like other words. And then the lowest was T for Trevor, because that was one of our friends that had like bad taste. Mm. So if it got a T, it was like, oh. Also, it usually got a T, even if it wasn't the worst, but if it like used a lot of like randomly throwing in languages from another country for no reason. <laughs> is that a thing that happens? Like, is yes. Or it was then? No, but it was, yeah, or it was more like, because my friend Trevor mm-hmm. used, to, he was the kid that we would go to like, Denny's after a show. Okay. And he'd be like, um, can I get three eggs? And if you can bring me some Tabasco, that'd be great. <laughs> and so anytime they were like, mm, papi. Like, what? What why? No, neither of you are Latino. Huh? <laughs> it became a it got a T for Trevor. There's one romance series that I've read that you might like, Alexander, because yeah. it sort of splits the divide between fantasy and ooh, romance. Ooh. Um, the first one, I believe, is called Kushiel's Dart. Ooh. And it concerns... Kushiel. That's Kushiel's. his name. It's okay. a god. It's a god yeah, okay. in this particular world. Okay. But basically, it's a fantasy world in which everyone is sort of marked from birth to serve a particular house. Good. Um, Good start. To serve as a, in anything or sexually serve? A lot of it is sexual. Okay. Some of it is not. But a lot of this is concerning people who take on... like are apprenticed young and grow up within these houses yeah. where they then fulfill their sexual identity. Mm. Uh, the um, protagonist of the series is someone who is like kept from society because she has this indicator in her eye. There's like this splotch of red in her eye that indicates that she is one of Kushiel's servants, which means that she's into BDSM essentially. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> that is awesome. But it does a great, like it's actually also just very well written and like the world building is Feminist. great. Feminist, yes. Um, She ends up in this, like, life romantic partnership with basically a guy she picks to be her consort. Perfect. Um, It's all, like, really good stuff. I'll lend you the first one. Yes, I will read this. (laughs) Do you own a copy? I do. Yeah, Yeah, I I picked it up at a used bookstore. I will read this. Nice. Mm -hmm. Because, see, I don't like um, straight porn, but I do like like straight straight romance romance novels. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 Straight porn is weird. Yeah, no. Yeah. You know the weirdest porn? Fake lesbian porn. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Straight men ruin everything. I know, right? Uh. <sighs> hey, Hannah. Mm-hmm. You know it's that time. Time to be sponsored. Yay. Money, 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 money. This money, time money. belongs to people who give us money. Yes. You should be one of them. Yes, But please. today's sponsor is very special to me. We've mm. talked. We talked about this earlier. Reading is hard. Mm-hmm. Sometimes is. you're not in the mood to read all... The classics. It sounds tiring, even though you want to be well informed. So what you could do is have a trusted friend read them to you. Ooh. And that trusted friend. Who is that? Is Diane Keaton. <gasps> that makes sense. 
This is a product that was born from the film book club as a companion for those of us who love the movie. A merchandising mm-hmm. opportunity. Because mm-hmm. yeah. there's a scene in this movie where they actually get Diane Keaton to read a section of Fifty Shades of Grey aloud, and it is everything delightful that you would expect it to be. It's like... Uh, only a section? The auditory equivalent of sipping on a glass of red wine with some ice cubes in it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then he takes his... Oh, oh, I can't read that. Oh. <laughs> it's the best. And I, as well as pretty much every other consumer out there, wanted a full-length version of this product. And now you yeah. can have it. With Keatonology, Diane reads all the classics. Good and bad. Highbrow to lowbrow. That sounds quite awesome. Fifty Shades of Grey Ooh. and Anna Karenina. Ooh. Crime and Punishment and Dune. Twilight. I- and a Clockwork Orange. <laughs> yes. I especially like her Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She, I mean, I did first listen to that audiobook read by Anthony Burgess, mm-hmm. but nothing quite captures the Droog language, quite <laughs> like Diane Keaton just mispronouncing everything and getting more and more flustered as it goes on. And the best part about this is, do you know that feeling of sadness that comes over you when you reach the end of a really good book? Oh, yes. Of course. When Diane Keaton's narrating... It takes twice as long. That's true. <laughs> she never gets to the end. She never yeah. gets to the end. So you just get to enjoy it for hours and hours and hours. Mm. Chris, did you have a favorite from the free ones we got? Well, I mean, my favorite thing was when she did Moby Dick, um, where she just did, call me Ishmael. <laughs> That's a Jewish name. And then it ended. Oh. <laughs> That's all she said. Real topical. Mm. Is it? No. Okay. I was going to say. So the next time you feel like you're in a... Good yarn spun for you. Download Keatonology. Keaton on, Keaton on. Do you guys want to get to this advice thing? Always. My favorite yeah. Alexander is just literally drinking until we can My get to this. Part. <laughs> <laughs> I love telling people what to do now. Uh, uh, uh. And I'm always right. Yeah. And if you want to be one of those people that Alexander tells the truth too then you should contact us and send us your questions we're very accessible we are also very excited to announce (gasps) that you could have a chance to get answers to all your questions live to your face in person in living color on your face from the bitches we have a new show coming up on june 29th at the people's improv theater yeah 10 30 p.m at friday uh the bitches go underground Mm-hmm. It's going to be kind of a mix of our cabaret show, mm-hmm. so singing, all the singing and not dancing, dirty jokes you've come to love There's so well. Be some gyrating, mm. we'll see. It's <laughs> we prefer to call that movement. Okay, <laughs> with no mover. vowels. But we will also be adding some new features to our show yeah. for the very first time. There's going to be an guests. expert. Yeah, we're going to have a guest. An expert guest, mm-hmm. and uh, your questions. Yes. Which right we're so face. excited to answer live. And we will say, if you submit a question in advance mm-hmm. and then show up to the show, yes. you get a free drink. There are literally no downsides no. Yeah. to this equation. We're there. You're there. You're there. Mm-hmm. Alcohol is there. Alcohol is there. And we put all of them together. And if we choose your question and actually answer it live, you're going to get some sort of fun surprise as well. Ooh. We're not going to say what it is in advance. No, it's a surprise. No. But it will yeah. be yours. Yes. So send us your questions. Yeah, you can send those to our Facebook um the bitches you can search for us there the b onechs mm-hmm. um message us you can send it to our instagram or our twitter underscore the bitches underscore underscore 
uh, or go to our website. I think you can even contact us there. Message us yeah. on any platform. We're very accessible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will say, even if you're not going to be there, still send in questions. Yeah, we, I enjoy getting if them. You're, if we you don't show up, if questions. you don't show up, we can always use them for this podcast and mm-hmm. exactly. talk to you, to your earbuds. That's oh, right. Right and whisper right in your ear holes. That ASMR. But if you are sending stuff for the Spur Show, the theme will be victims no and no <laughs> the theme will be villains villains, villains. either uh, bad guys bad girls how you deal with them in your life how to really come into your own villainness mm-hmm. how you can become a positive villain mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, villain for change a villain for change or that villain that's masquerading as a hero in your life yep yeah how to show them Who's for what boss? they really are yep yep yeah. we'll answer all those kind all of, of questions. It. anything technically adjacent well yep yeah yep it could even you theoretically i mean i prefer advice but like if you just have like a fun question for us that you have been dying to know we might answer it we might answer it because yeah. you'll I, never know until you send a question and then show up yeah exactly yeah do it because i know you all have listened to me before tell you to do things like rate this podcast for five stars <laughs> and leave a terrible review listener so Sorry. today's getting, questions questions yes. let's get to questioners what was that word I just said? Questioners. 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 It's because I'm wearing Liza today. Mm-hmm. Questions. Questions. So much advice. That was a bad Liza, Chris. That was. That was bad. <laughs> I normally do better. You should feel bad. I do. I you should read the next question as Liza. You shouldn't do that. Yeah. No, I really shouldn't. You shouldn't should do not. You should just read us the next question. This guy at work doesn't know my name. <laughs> I just realized this. We have both been working here for several months, so... We, oh God! So we is past the point of him asking. And we he, is yes. Um, so we is asked, past the point of him asking, and he is starting to get real awkward. See him go out of his way to not say my name. <laughs> How do I tell him my name without embarrassing him too hard? This is from. <laughs> my name is Kendrea. <laughs> okay, Kendrea. Number one, I love your name. Yes. Mm-hmm. Number two, I and have I, a perfect solution for. Oh, this. I'm so excited oh, to hear okay. this. Okay. You have a party with old school invitations, mm. and you have your name on it as Kendrea's party, mm. and he will have to know what your name is, even if you don't have a party. Even if you're like, oh, never mind, we got it got canceled. It like my dog died. It, oh. Come up with an excuse. <laughs> you have then given him a piece of paper with your name on it. it sounds like you're spreading a web of lies, though. It, so what? He doesn't know her name. It also yeah. sounds like an expensive way. Yeah. No, you just give, you come up with one invitation and hand it to him. But what if Ooh. then he expects to come to a party at your home yeah. and you're that's, locked into giving the party? No, that's yeah. what you say, though, is, oh, I had to cancel the party. This is elaborate. This sounds like Liz Lemon like trying to get John Hamm to come over. It's like, what? Oh, that no. was next to Here's what I was going to do if I was going to spin an come elaborate web. I would have come in from Starbucks oh. with a cup. <laughs> That clearly says something else. <gasps> and then just in a group conversation, like, be like, Can you this doesn't even look like Kendrea, which is what my name is. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. We are on a roll right now. Yeah. With <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Uh, uh, oh, if you're going to get shit printed out, like mm-hmm. Alexander's thing, get a business card. And show or like. Or have one. It's like the, or I just, just got new business guys, cards. Guys, simple. Just okay. start talking about yourself in the third person. <laughs> Kendrea doesn't do that. (laughs) No, see, I already see a problem with that. Because he's going to be like, who the fuck is Kendrea? (laughs) 
Wait, why you doesn't you do that? You yourself while you say that. No, then what you do. And he asked me to do this, and then I said, Kendrea doesn't do that. <laughs> he also could think it's your alter ego. <laughs> Number two. You're Sasha Fierce. Yes. Mm-hmm. Enlist the help of a friend. And you can do this one of two ways. You can do a more direct where Frank comes over and says, Kendrea, can you please put that on my desk later? Right? Number one. Or you can have someone come over and be like, Kendira, I need you to do this. And then she walks away and you go, can you believe she still doesn't know my name? My name's Kendrea. Not like be up, like say it to him. Mm -hmm. Here's one that will help you establish dominance in the office. (laughs) Pick a really busy time of day. And just be like, hey, guys, can everyone just be really quiet for like five minutes? I need to re-record my outgoing voicemail. <laughs> and then you're like, hi, you've reached Kendrea's phone. Please leave a message after the time. I like how she's doing this in like the public space. Yes, in the public space. So-, <laughs> so everyone has to listen. Yeah. Now, do you tell your other coworkers who do know your name, theoretically? But here's my other question. Is it just her name or is this the kind of guy who doesn't know anybody's name? Like, check in with your other... Like fellow workmates and be oh. like, "Hey, I'm pretty sure Scott doesn't know my name. Does it seem like that to you? Do you think he knows your name? What's going on with this dude?" So, are we talking about like this like company retreat name game sort of scenario? <laughs> you could do that. You could you also do that. Could do that yes. You organize a company retreat. <laughs> we're coming up. We're so oh good. God. This is the best advice we've ever given, <laughs> other than ghosts. Yeah. Oh, also oh. my advice to the woman who kept throwing up in public with her friends. That's the best advice I've oh, ever. Oh, that was good. But. Yeah. <laughs> This is close. Yeah. The saying something yeah. when you throw up. <laughs> the, <laughs> the paper bag method. Go back and listen to our archives. Yeah. It's really good advice. Oh, God. Now I'm just picturing going, bleh, Kendrea. <laughs> you could also, um, if you wanted to do it the lame way, just like send a polite email. Ugh. But uh, how will he know who it's from? Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> know Kendrea. Okay, you can be super annoying and be that person who sends a company-wide email of you, like your cat. Mm-hmm. And so you take a picture of you with the cat from Kendrea. I have another one. I have another one. I have another one. Get a shirt printed. Mm-hmm. Ooh. And it just says, y'all, I'm Kendrea. <laughs> um, no, even better, a sweater. I'm slightly concerned that this advice is slightly racist. Why? Just because of the Which voice we're all putting on. <laughs> Her name is Kendrea, number one. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> number two, I, that's how I kind of speak a lot. That's true. That's yeah. the other thing that's saving this. <laughs> that's that how I, I like, speak. Hannah doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah doesn't do that. Also, it was kind of. Was, I might have said that at work. Like, but also, <laughs> like, this is Alexander being sassy that's and true. fed up. That's true. So here's another piece of advice for Kendrea. Just let him twist in the wind. Oh. I was going to say, why are you concerned about embarrassing him and shit? Yeah, that's true. You could just call him out. Like, yeah. yeah. Unless he's a nice person and you just feel awkward. I mean, then maybe. you just say like, by the way, I no, this is really weird. Yeah. I pull him aside and be like, Look. my name is actually Kendrea. Yeah. Just again, I feel like there's that's some a awkwardness real advice. going on. Yeah. Please don't be embarrassed about this. Just for clarification, I'm Kendrea. And after saying that, I think do a full scheme. That we've yes. brought up a full scheme. All just shirts, yeah, then so business card, to it. all these yeah. things shirts at once. Business card, invitation, email, uh, friend, outgoing voicemail, outgoing voicemail. Every <laughs> single Old one literally just goes. Just Kendrea. Every he has, doesn't know, and maybe you know what? Maybe there are other people in your office who also don't know your name, mm. and they're sneakier about it. Mm-hmm. And now everyone everyone knows, knows your name is Kendrea. Everyone. Mm-hmm. 
And oh, by no. the also I, just make that off as yours. Just take yeah, it all over yeah. while you're at it. Be that top bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kendrea. My husband and I are preparing for our first child. For some reason, I totally thought you were going to say preparing for the apocalypse. But continue. <laughs> I mean, we haven't gotten those questions yet. Yeah. I guess we're in the wrong demographic. No, I feel I'm, I'm good without the doomsday preppers. Yeah, me too. Anyway, sorry about that. Nah. Uh, my husband and I are preparing for our first child, and we are talking about names. Oh. We got the first and the last covered, Simon and Grant, respectively. Garfunkel. But we are thinking about fun stuff to do with the middle name. Suggestions. And this is from Name Game. Schuster. Kendrea. Kendrea. <laughs> I mean, we might not have a better one than Simon Kendrea Grant. That is pretty awesome. Uh, I like to pick, when I think about this, I like to pick a favorite character mm. Uh, mm. whose traits you would like to see in your child. For example, my nephew's middle name is Milo because oh. his parents both love the Phantom Tollbooth. Sure. Interesting. And the lead character in that is named Milo. And it was something that they first connected on when they first started dating. So I ask you then, uh, just because I'm always curious about this, mm-hmm. why didn't they think about naming the first name Milo? Because Milo is a it's real a weird name. It's a lot. <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot. No, I mean, Milo is a lot. Milo is but, a lot. But, that but, locks your kid into being a certain kind of person. I'm yeah. sorry, but your nephew? Like, yeah. Well, they didn't know that, though. Yeah. No, I he could be Milo, but that's a lot. It is to a lot. Put, hang on a kid. I guess. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we're talking there's about There's also um things. Milo is tough because there's no good nickname no. from it. I mean Milo is a perfect nickname. No, but there's no your, your name is Milo. You get a never you never get a nickname. You're yeah. always be Milo. I like names that for first names I like things that can be many different names. Sure. I like mm. the good options. I got tons. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Zan, nice. Xander, Alex. Zan Zan. Zan Zan Can Can Man. Jan Jan. Jean Jean. <laughs> Or as my grandfather calls, Alexandre. Oh, mm. yes. Yeah. Yeah, but I like, if there's a piece of pop culture that you guys really connect on it or character that you both love, yeah. that's a really nice thing to do with the middle name, I think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. La- the the last name of the non... Which is what I got. Like, whoever, yeah. mm-hmm. whatever your last name or your partner's last name is. Sure. It's yeah. always a good middle name. Or if you've got like a weird family name you want to dust off and bring out, that's going to be kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I'm always the fan of the cartoon middle name, J-A-Y. No. So it's literally, J. in this case, yeah. No. Like Simon. Homer J. Simpson? Exactly. I'm yeah. not a fan of that at all. I mean, it's, You're, it's the, just the, so stupid. Listener, just, don't listen to his advice. Yeah, don't. Yeah. He was like, he literally just went, it's just so stupid. So maybe no. don't give your kid that. Hey, you're looking for you like might a as well, No, might as well just not give your child a middle name. You could do that. What if you're, what, Simon middle name, Grant? Ooh, that's a good one. Or here's what you do. Get corporate sponsorship. (gasps) Get somebody with a lot of money. Simon Carl's Jr. Grant. To sponsor your child. Optimize that opportunity. (laughs) Uh, Definitely do it for like a liquor you like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe you can life. Simon Jameson Grant. You Mm. can get like a lifetime supply for yourself. Because that makes Mm. a great parent. (laughs) Such a good parent. Yeah. My kind of parent. Mm Mm-hmm. Let me throw something out there. Just get opinions. What if someone's middle name was the? No. Yeah. No. Just no. Just think. Simon the Grant. No. No. It's like think about Hannah the Ginsburg. No. no. Christopher the Basile. No. 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 What? <laughs> I'm much more on board with having your middle name be the same as your first name. Ooh. Simon Simon Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah Hannah Ginsburg. All right. If you want real advice. <laughs> 
Here are the two. Real Listen to the two of us. Okay. The first thing was the thing I already said. Yes. yes. The second thing is this is my father's take on names when you're naming your mm-hmm. child. He thinks that the name has to work equally well in two sentences. They are can whoever come out and play. Okay. And the second one is now introducing whoever next justice of the Supreme Court. Oh, that I, is very I, much. I, and if the name works equally well in both situations, you're golden. So when you say that somebody come out to play, mm-hmm. it's, it's like, just the first name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you it's need to hear the somebody. full name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can Simon Simon Ginsburg come out to Kim play? Grant? Yeah. No, nobody's doing that. <laughs> but you want it to work equally well in both sentences. That's and good, that's my father's advice for that's naming. That's a good thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I've heard the Supreme Court one done a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You just need both. Not president. No, president's no, a different thing. No, or if like thing. you're being called up on stage to get an, an award. award. Yeah. Yeah. Just something they'll feel good about. Respectable. In public. Yeah. Not Apple. Mm-hmm. And you don't want anything nope. that a teacher is going to linger over for too long. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. In terms of spelling or. Yep. Unus- in terms yeah. of spelling in particular. Like if it's from your culture, fuck everybody else. That's and different. Yeah. what you want. But if you're fucking the spelling up just to fuck with it, no. Stop <laughs> it. Although I guess you could save it for the middle name if you absolutely had to. Yeah. If you yeah. need to have that funky name. Yeah. yeah Do it, put it in summer. the middle. Yeah. If, mean, there's, Mike- if there's a pre existing name out there, person who wrote this question. That you've just been longing to fuck the spelling up on, <laughs> that could be a middle name. Talking about that, my cousin has their first child. Their last name is now Hopper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are very much, he at least, the husband is very into Star Wars. Their first child is Luke. Okay. Middle name Sky, last name Hopper. Oh. <laughs> You hate that, don't you? <laughs> Luke Skyhopper. No, I love it. Okay. <laughs> Luke Skyhopper. It's hard to tell. <laughs> but the thing is, what I was saying is, it's a secret thing. It is. Where it's like, you oh, know Luke you Hopper. Ask. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Totally good. Yeah. Until he's getting called up to be the next justice of the Supreme Court. Yes. yes. But he can remove it. Or he could just be like yep. Luke S. Hopper. You know the other one is name. Leilani. Leilani Ray Hopper. Mm. Yeah. That's cute. They hit it. Yeah. Do you know what else? Is? Yeah. Like, this is a name that you're giving your child. They're going to have that name for about 16 years. Or and then they're going to do what they want. And then they could, if they hate yeah. it, mm-hmm. they could change their name. It's true. It's so easy. Mindfully they could do waspy. whatever they want. What's your middle name? Gregory. Oh, oh Alexander waspy. has the most. Alexander name. Gregory Price. You could have gone to, like, a fancy boarding school. Mm-hmm. You could have sp- married, I don't know, what, Fluffy. Bunny. Muffy. Muffy. Any of those names. I will say, the other thing um, about a middle name is it gives you um, an opportunity to do fun things with initials. Yes. Yeah. So if you can, like, make it spell something or abbreviate for something. Well, maybe. Okay, let's see. Simon Grant. S blank G. Oh, if only last name was D. Sad? No. STD. Oh. Mm. Mm. You could just this is good radio yeah. oh yeah <laughs> this, this burning penetrating silence if only their last name was xander and then it could be <laughs> s-e-x yeah. for sex thing. i'm just it could, saying it could still be sag it could s-a-g be aware is all i'm saying sug sug zigzag sug zigzag sug saint g yeah you could also be like super like old school white and give them like four middle names if you really want to and then you can mm. really spell something out yeah or just name them after us yeah uh, <laughs> uh simon the bitches, bitches grant yeah. i was thinking our actual names but sure <laughs> <laughs> simon the bitch cast grant no simon bitch grant <laughs> 
Well, we all have... Just insert a comma after. <laughs> we question. have... I was going to say, we three of us have very, like, traditional mm-hmm. old school names. Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy going on here. No. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask, what because I've heard really w- mixed opinion on this, because uh, this is... I assume going to be a boy if you're naming him Simon. Simon. Not mm. necessarily. Not, not necessarily. But probably. But probably. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people hate the idea of then using the alternative name that they were thinking about if they had a girl mm. as like a middle name. But then a lot of people go like, oh, they can't have a girl's name in their name. I That's actually a fuck, not a bad but. idea. I think it depends on the name. I'm grateful that my middle name is not Michael. Hannah <laughs> Michael Ginsburg? Yeah. That's not bad. It's not bad, no, but it doesn't it, feel right. No. That was the name you were going to get? Yeah. Hannah. I was going to be Hannah Michael. Hannah Jane. My parents never came up with an opposite gender name for me, even though they didn't know I was going to be a boy. Hmm. My parents just didn't know what to name me until a couple days after but, I was born. Yeah. But I do have an alternate name that I was almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sebastian. See, that's very you. Yeah. And I actually... It almost makes more sense. I know. And growing up, I didn't know that, that mm. they were going to name me that, but I always... Always was like, well, if I had any other name, it would probably be Sebastian. And that's what it was. Maybe that's the twin you ate in the womb who you never got to know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But my mom He's said that. He's always been a part of you. We couldn't. <laughs> she wouldn't name me Sebastian at the end of it because it was the name of a very famous, like, uh, hair care of mine. <laughs> and she was a hairdresser. So she was like, oh, everyone's just. Everyone's going to think that I named him after think that. Everyone's going to think I named him after shampoo. Well, you heard the, the problem that my parents had when they were trying to come up with my middle name. Hmm. Oh, so, uh, my middle name is Karaketti, which is my mom's maiden name. An impossible but, to spell. But they were, like, they knew that when I was a kid, people will call me Cece because Christopher they knew? That's what they just Did knew? that happen? No. No. no what's happened. But they said, <laughs> well, like, now well, I'm doing they it. Said, but they were saying, like, well, you know the kids are going to call them that. And we're like, no. Not I think, I think our butt. intro just changed. <laughs> Cece. Your name is Cece. Cece Basile. Cece Basile. (laughs) But yeah, it's really hard to go wrong in the middle name. I'll say, do whatever whatever the fuck you want. You got the first one. That's the hardest one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, good for you. You got the hard stuff out of the way. Yeah. And don't worry. Your child will be relatively well adjusted. Every kid's fucked up. Because they have a good, normal, interesting name. Just don't call, don't make the middle name Buttface or something like that and you'll be fine. And just don't name it after someone you hate. (sighs) Oh, or a previous lover. Oh, a previous oh. lover. That would be weird. That'd be just worse for your relationship with your spouse or What if partner. it was the same lover? Mm. What? A oh, shared lover. Had the shared lover? Then absolutely. That's a wonderful that tribute. Is the, that is the middle name then. <laughs> what a lovely tribute. Perfect. Yes. Do that. Do that. You too. Do that. Yes. So Your shared lover's mystery name. Mystery solved. And if you don't have a shared lover, yeah, get maybe. one. What is the best name for the male sexual organ? And this is from Genial Genitals. Hmm. hmm. Cock. I was gonna say I'm also a yeah, fan of I cock. Think, I think we're all on board. Strong, cock. we're all fans of cock. Sexy. Yeah, it's like it. it Better it, than dick. Dick, dick. dick feels small. Penis feels. Like dick doesn't feel small. No, it, it's just a human name. Sharp. It feels skinny. Yeah. It just feels it's like kind of casual. Dick. Dick. I mean, you're just hanging out with dick. There's, there's nothing memorable also, about like, it. Also, I call someone a dick. When I don't like them. You wouldn't call them. So I'm not going to call a penis that's giving me joy, hopefully, a dick, because... No. But I will say, if somebody screws something up, that they cocked it up. Oh, do you? You I do. Don't say I that. have never heard you ever say cocked it up. Well, because I don't say it to your face. Oh, Jesus To me, Christ. cock is specifically... A penis. No, that's a, yeah. A, yeah. a nice... What I like to call a, a nice, nice 
penis that's making me happy. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I don't also don't like the word penis. No, it's not a good word. I mean, it's like it's fine so if you're talking about like uh, the anatomy. anatomy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, other names like Johnson, that just feels weird. No. It's presidential. Um, yeah, it feels too formal. Yeah. Willie sounds too childish. Ugh, well, no. Yeah. Um, no, Cock is clearly the best yeah, one. Not, King I mean, of Cock Mountain. Member? Nope. Yeah. We already talked about this. Member? No. Even if it's throbbing? No. Especially then. <laughs> Agreed. So, so, anyways, cock. 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 cock is the correct answer. Cock. I would also, as an addendum, like to say Man meat. I hate the word pussy. Pussy. I understand that. Don't like it. Which is it the is the is it the plosive of the p? <laughs> I just don't. Or is it just, the uh it's sound? Just dumb. It's just a silly word. <laughs> yeah, it feels. You know. I, yeah. I'm I I just saw a video. I will say it's a word that reads better than is spoken aloud. Yes, that's <laughs> I agree with that. Uh, I also just saw a video of Aisha Tyler talking about the origin of the word cunt. Oh, yeah. I love the word and cunt. It was, I love it. It comes actually from, like, a, it's like quant, mm. and an old English word, and it means, like, a decoration, like something pleasing to the eye. Oh. Yeah. And then it was yes. terrible, like, Puritans that were like, no, that's terrible. It's of her cunt. It Puritans yeah. ruin and, everything. And, you know, like, a uh, vagina is based on the idea of, like, a sheath. That only is useful if a sword is a in it. A sword is in it, yeah. Like, so yeah, cock and cunt. Cock bitches and cunt. endorsed. Cock and cunt. Use bitches, them. yeah. The bitches say cock and cunt. Well, sadly, that wraps us up. Ah, oh, so sad. The party's over. You don't get to sing. Oh. But this is the end. <laughs> <laughs> My friend, the mm-hmm. end. But. But. We're here every two weeks. And. And. We're going to be here in person. Every month. Woo. Oh, <laughs> what? oh my. You look like you're having a gay spasm over there. He is having a gay spasm. It's for celebration. That's but right. Is that what that was? Anyways, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You're going to hit figure out find all of our information for those shows yep. coming up follow us on facebook mm-hmm. rate this for five stars and i might send you a, a solicited naked tasteful nude photo only if you solicit it though but yeah. only if you solicit. i'm not no i'm not gonna airdrop it no. to you no. unless like that gets you off in which case just tell them just ask it's it. still solicited mm-hmm. yeah anyways i've been alexander price i will be hannah jane ginsburg and i am still here no that was cc basile cc basile <laughs> Good night. And fuck on.